A person who differed from the local wayfarers was climbing the steep road which leads through the sea-skirted townlet, definable as the Street of Wells, and forms a pass into that Gibraltar of Wessex, the singular peninsula, once an island, and still called such, that stretches out like the head of a bird into the English Channel. It is connected with the mainland by a long, thin neck of pebbles, cast up by rages of the sea, and unparalleled in its kind in Europe. The pedestrian was what he looked like, a young man from London and the cities of the continent. Nobody could see at present that his urbanism sat upon him only as a garment. He was just recollecting with something of self-reproach that a whole three years and eight months had flown since he paid his last visit to his father at this lonely rock of his birthplace, the intervening time having been spent amid many contrasting societies, peoples, manners and scenes. What had seemed usual in the Isle when he lived there always looked quaint and odd after his later impressions. More than ever the spot seemed what it was once said to have been, the ancient Vindilia Island and the home of the Slingers. The towering rock, the houses above houses, one man's doorstep rising behind his neighbour's chimney, the gardens hung up by one edge to the sky, the vegetables growing on apparently almost vertical plains, the unity of the whole island as a solid and single block of limestone four miles long were no longer familiar and commonplace ideas. All now stood dazzlingly unique and white against the tinted sea, and the sun flashed on infinitely stratified walls of oolite, the melancholy ruins of cancelled cycles, with a distinctiveness that called the eyes to it as strongly as any spectacle he had beheld afar. After a laborious clamber, he reached the top, and walked along the plateau towards the eastern village. The time being about two o'clock, in the middle of the summer season, the road was glaring and dusty, and drawing near to his father's house, he sat down in the sun. He stretched out his hand upon the rock beside him. It felt warm. That was the island's personal temperature when in its afternoon sleep as now. He listened, and heard sounds— Whir, whir, saw, saw, saw. Those were the island snores, the noises of the quarrymen and stone sawyers. Opposite to the spot on which he sat was a roomy cottage or homestead. Like the island, it was all of stone, not only in walls, but in window frames, roof, chimneys, fence, stile, pigsty and stable, almost door.